Good morning from the Financial Times. Today is Wednesday, January 5th, and this is your FT News Briefing. Banks in China are worried about the country's economy. Travel stocks are shooting up, even though the Omicron variant is still surging. And the EU is pushing to be in on the talks over the Ukraine crisis that are taking place next week. Plus, a small city in Germany is home to BioNTech. And this city wants to hang on to the vaccine maker for dear life. Policymakers are slightly concerned the uh, golden egg may go elsewhere. I'm Mark Filipino, and here's the news you need to start your day. Chinese banks are trying to play it safe by snapping up low-risk financial instruments instead of handing out loans. It's a sign that banks are worried about China's slowing economy and that there aren't as many qualified borrowers out there. But Chinese banks have these state-mandated quotas they're required to meet. So they spent last month buying these low-risk financial instruments. Loan officers say these instruments are the safest way to hit government policy objectives. This comes as China's president, Xi Jinping, wants the country's banks to lend more, especially to medium and small clients. And loan officers told the FT that Xi's regulatory crackdowns hurt many of their best borrowers in real estate and private education, and that there's no sign that conditions would improve soon. The European Union is demanding a role in negotiations over Ukraine. The U.S. has said that Russia has amassed more than 100,000 troops along Ukraine's border. They fear Russia is preparing for a potential invasion. Moscow and Washington plan to talk about the situation next week. The FT's European diplomatic correspondent, Henry Foy, says Brussels wants to be there largely because of Russia's demands. What Russia really wants to talk about is security guarantees with the West writ large over the European strategic arena, if you like, Um, where and when NATO can do military exercises, where and when US troops can be deployed, uh, effectively drawing a line down the continent and saying this side is Western Europe, this side is Russia's sphere of influence, returning to a more Cold War setup. And the EU is saying, well, if you're going to be discussing our backyard effectively, we deserve a seat at that table. So Henry, you used to be the FT's Moscow bureau chief. What might Russia say to the EU's involvement here? Well, Russia has zero respect for the EU. There's a number of reasons for that, but the primary one is that it believes in nation states. It doesn't believe in these federal or multinational uh, agencies such as the EU. It says, look, we want to deal with people who can actually make decisions. That's Washington primarily, but it's also Paris, it's Berlin, it's Rome, It does, however, make an exception for NATO. It recognizes that NATO is a powerful and an important actor in the European strategic arena and so says we'll have talks with NATO and we'll have talks with the US. But the EU, I'm sorry, we don't respect you. Also, we don't think that you speak with a united voice. And there, I think Russia has a point. The EU is very divided over its defense posture and in some ways its relations with Russia. So Henry, considering that these talks are about Ukraine Uh, It doesn't really have a seat at the table. What does the U.S. have to say about this? Well, the U.S. has said stringently and and repetitively that there will be no talks about the future of Ukraine 
that don't involve Ukraine. Now, that's going to be hard to deliver on, given that the Russians are insistent that Ukraine will not be a party to these talks. It also raises the question, well, are you going to talk about Europe without Europe at the table? And I think to that, the Americans will say, well, look, NATO is at the table. And effectively, when we think of European security, European defense, and European power politics, which is what is at stake here ultimately, these are tanks and and troops on the borders with Ukraine. NATO is the voice that speaks for that. And that also comes up against some problems with the EU, because some members of the EU, notably Paris, but other member states, believe that the EU should have more of a its own defense and security policy, independent of NATO and the so-called strategic autonomy push, which is going to be a massive uh, focus of the next six months inside Brussels. Henry Foy is the FT's European diplomatic correspondent. The U.S. recorded more than a million COVID cases in a single day on Monday. It's the highest daily tally since the start of the pandemic. But despite the Omicron variant surging, travel stock prices rose sharply on Tuesday. The London-listed budget carrier Wiz, British Airways owner IAG, and EasyJet all closed above or nearly 10% higher yesterday. Investors are standing by the data that says Omicron caused less intense illness than previous strains. Plus, new evidence shows the current vaccines hold up against even severe COVID-19 outcomes. Omicron has caused thousands of flights to be canceled over the past two weeks, but even major airlines aren't worried about a hit to their summer peak season. What happens when your small city suddenly hits the jackpot? Mainz is located just southwest of Frankfurt, Germany, and is home to BioNTech. It, along with Pfizer, created a highly successful COVID vaccine. The jab has made tens of billions of dollars, and some of that money has made its way to mines. The city's tax haul jumped from 173 million euros in 2020 to well over a billion in 2021 because of the vaccine. But the FT's Frankfurt correspondent Joe Miller says you wouldn't know that mines is sitting on a pile of cash just by looking at it. The center of mines is by no means wealthy. In fact, um, the city is in uh, the city center is in desperate need of revival. It's suffered quite a lot during the pandemic. It's quite empty, uh, a lot of shuttered storefronts. Uh, and so, while you know there's been this great windfall, it's not like the city itself has prospered for many years. So, what are city leaders going to do with all this money? The mayor's first priority is to pay off the 634 million odd euro cash debt that the city has before thinking about uh, where else to spend the money. Um, but he did outline uh, some of the plans that the city has, and that is to essentially make sure that it isn't so reliant on one single company in the future by trying to attract uh, many, many more biotechs. That's not the only sensible thing city leaders plan to do with their newfound riches. There's another way in which uh, locals will benefit from this, and that is that Mines intends to sink corporation tax quite drastically next year, at least the part of the corporation tax that is up to um, cities. Uh, certain parts of corporation tax in Germany are left to the discretion of cities. And so Mines will be sinking that, saving businesses based there uh, hundreds of, of millions of euros potentially um, in the next years. The hope is that 
more companies come to the area, but also I think the hope, the unspoken point of this policy is to make sure that BioNTech, which is now you know, one of the most valuable pharma companies in the world, doesn't leave mines. Um, there's no indication that they will, but I think policymakers are slightly concerned the uh, golden egg may go elsewhere. Now, if you think all German cities are as responsible with their finances, think again. Mines is actually learning a lesson from another city that was less practical. There's a city called Sindelfingen, which got a large Mercedes plant a few decades ago, and with it, a large tax windfall. Uh, And it famously spent some of its money on installing marble slabbed pedestrian crossings, which require upkeep every year, as well as a large swimming pool and other buildings that require a lot of upkeep. So uh, Mines is making a sort of concerted effort not to do the same thing. Joe Miller is the FT's Frankfurt correspondent. And before we go, just a quick correction. Yesterday, we told you that a jury found former Theranos CEO Elizabeth Holmes guilty of conspiring to defraud investors. We said Holmes can appeal against the verdict in a state appeals court. It's actually a federal appeals court. You can read more on all of these stories at FT.com. This has been your daily FT News Briefing. Make sure you check back tomorrow for the latest business news. Hi, this is Janice Torres from Yo Quiero Dinero. If you own or operate a business, whether it's a local operation or a global corporation, partnering with Bank of America could be your smartest move. By teaming with Bank of America, you'll enjoy exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Position your business to capitalize on opportunity in a moment's notice. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Copyright 2024. Here at Bellingcat, we get to the bottom of things. From a global crisis to an underreported event, we find the facts using publicly available tools and resources, uncovering what is hidden on and below the surface. We connect the dots using social media posts, satellite images, and public records, and empower others to do the same by sharing how we do it. The ability to do so is only made possible by our readers, supporters, and community members. Care to join us? Learn how at bellincat.com.